Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills, and you're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. Oh, no. They were hurting me so bad. Oh, no. Great little play. At the club. Oh, Come on, Bob. Yeah. The hottest spot north of you got baby nuts. Am I bugging you, Ron? China. I'm really rich. Yeah. Uh. Sends chills down my spine. Miss Which, Eloise, right? Yeah, Miss Eloise. <laughs> I sick of Jody Allen. I'm sorry. I saw that movie for the first time in the last year. Never seen it before. Really? What, Boomerang? Yeah, Boomerang. Give him hot milk. You know, we have little cookies. That just... Cookies. That's a whole no. Other, that's no. a whole other thing. Yeah, Boomerang's one of those that I think everyone's aware of, but I don't know of how many people have actually... You know, have seen it. There's Good little plenty, movie. There's plenty of those movies that uh, little movie that I'm aware of, but I haven't necessarily seen. Uh, would you like Larry David audio? I think you would. I love Larry David. He's audio. great. Uh, there's, excuse me. There's nothing that Larry David does that I don't want to be a part of. So this is an interview with him. Just the other night, he was uh, out at the premiere for the new season of Curb, the this, final season of Curb. I think Sunday, right? Uh, I don't know. You you tell me. February fourth, and we uh, that would be Sunday. We, yeah, February fourth on HBO or mm-hmm. I mean uh, Max. Yes. So David was, you know, doing stuff that you know we all know him enough to know he hates this kind of stuff, right? Yes. But this interviewer particularly rubbed him the wrong way, mm-hmm. and so it's about a minute and forty five seconds of awkward Larry David of Larry David being Larry David. Pretty much. All right. Hello, sir. How are you? Right there. There it is. 
That your good side? You want me on the other side? Yeah, I care, yeah. <laughs> Why is this the final season? Out of all the questions. I got more. I got more. Why is this the final Because, you know, it's, it's time. It's, uh, 12 seasons. That's a lot for a television show. Over 24 years. 24 years. <laughs> so, yeah, it was time. But a lot of people don't believe you. A lot of people say you've said it before. Yeah, I said it before, but I wasn't 76 when I said it, yeah. <laughs> so, you're going to go on tour. You're doing a comedy tour. Are you going to, like... It's not a tour. I'm not going on a tour. Are you going fishing? What are you doing with your free time? Oh, I'm doing uh, two appearances. So what? <laughs> oh, it's limited. That's limited. What, am I on a bus now? <laughs> yes. Taking a bus? No, I'm not, it's not a tour. Who's the guest star that you didn't get that you wanted so bad? I, no, no, there's no, no such thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? I, I, I wouldn't say. I don't want to hurt the feelings of the other guest stars. Favorite episode? Favorite episode? I'd have to say um, probably Palestinian chicken, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Favorite saying? Pretty, pretty, pretty? Come on. Come on. It's so good. Are we They're done? Asking. No. Done? No. They're asking me to say it every fucking time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Are we done? No, I don't want to be done with you, Larry. I love this show so much. Where's, where's, my, where's my HBO representative? We're done with him, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're done. All right. Thank, thank you. Yeah. So the guy, God, that guy was awful. Gee, that, that was one of the worst red carpet interviews God, you could ever uh, have. I know. And, and he's just panic the the interviewer was in total panic mode. Yes. Because he didn't know he just didn't know what to ask. Larry's no. probably pretty intimidating to interview. I'm guessing of all the people that you're just going to grab, yeah, Larry is the the Bob Knight of sideline interviews. Yeah, I mean, so it's I'm like, guessing that's tough. It's not easy, but when he asked him favorite episode, Larry liked that question. He, yeah. he was thinking about that yeah. one. You could see it in his face, but everything else, he's like, dude, why are you asking me that? I've always wondered if, if people have that, because you hear that, like, you know, you take a guy like, like I don't know, like Billy Joel, right? People ask all the time, what's your favorite song or favorite album? And Larry David, fa you know, favorite episode. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one, but Larry had that. Like, it didn't take him that long to come up with Palest uh, Palestinian chicken, which it's funny. I, I hadn't heard that clip, but I, I told you I had was trying to introduce my family into Curb, mm -hmm. and the very first episode that I played for them was Palestinian chicken. Palestinian chicken. It was a, it's a classic episode. Yeah, I was scrolling through and I was trying to like like all right, what what do you go? Because I didn't want to just randomly go from the beginning. It's twelve seasons, or I guess eleven now. The twelve only coming up, and I was like, ah, "What's just a, a a vintage one?" And I did. I was like, I was searching over the last couple seasons, and I was like, "This is this is a great one." Well, and, and, and quite topical now. Yes, with, uh, the yes, you know, the, the, everything the, that's going on, the skirmish going on over there. Yeah. So if you if you don't know the Palestinian chicken episode, here's a little taste. Uh, they are dining in a. Of course, they're Jewish. Got the bleep yes. on this one. Yeah. Did you? Did you? I'm now. I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, I did. yeah, Larry God. and all his friends are I Jewish. I had them on both. Yeah, so he and Jeff are Jewish, and they go into this. Uh, Palestinian chicken place. Yeah, like Alibaba chicken. Hey, let's get something to eat. Okay. Um, you want to try out that uh, Palestinian chicken place? Let's do it. That's all I've ever heard is how great it is. Fantastic. Okay, all right. let's go. I've never had chicken like this. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't know. I don't like anything mm -hmm. I've ever even tasted. What about this place? Look at these posters. Huh? Yeah, they do not like the Jews. Huh? Look at that one. Ooh. I'm probably the only Jews who ever walked in here. Ever. 
what these people should do is send their chicken over to Israel. <laughs> For the peace process. Mm -hmm. They take down all those settlements in the morning. Believe me. You know what? This would be a fantastic place. For Jews who are cheating on their spouses <laughs> to come to. Wait. Because no Jews ever come here. They'd be so safe. No one you know is going to ever see you here. You would never get caught. Ever. <laughs> Looks like they're planning the next intifada at this table, but look at this woman. Could be the next Mrs. David. What do you think about that? If by some chance she's going to get over her anti-Semitism, odds are... Not with me? Not with you. <laughs> really? Just my gut feeling. You know what it is? You're always attracted to someone who doesn't want you, right? Right. Well, here you have somebody who not only doesn't want you, doesn't even acknowledge your right to exist. Yes. Yep. Once, once your destruction. That's a turn on. <laughs> Fantastic. It's, so then the end of the episode is the best part where they're, <laughs> so they open the Palestinian chicken place is right next to this Jewish deli. Yes. And so they're they're protesting on both sides. Yeah, there's a dual protest. So he walks out in the middle of the protest, and of course all his friends are over on the Jewish side, and they're yeah. like, "Larry, come on, you're Jewish!" <laughs> and then he looks over to the Palestinian side, and it's that hot Palestinian woman yeah. who's propositioning him with uh, a threesome with her and her sister. <laughs> and he, all the Larry's like, Larry's like, I don't know. <laughs> He's doing the very classic. Look, and it never it never says which side he goes to, and it just ends. A great bit. If you had to do, if I had to do top three curb your enthusiasm episodes i i that will probably be number one i asked isaac today when he sent me that clip what his mount rushmore would be palestinian chicken has to be in there well you didn't ask me mount rushmore he said what's your favorite episode and the first one that came to mind was the uh peeing on the jesus peeing on the jesus <laughs> the uh where they think it's a like a stigmata <laughs> thing Boy, that's a great. That episode. is, it's so inappropriate and just so awkward. But I, I, I love it. The other one to me that jumps out is I love the the Seinfeld reunion when they when they do the Seinfeld reunion on Curb Your Enthusiasm and Jason Alexander is sleeping with David's wife. I I can't get enough of that. That is that is so so good. The carpool lane. Where he's got the big hooker. I mentioned that one to uh, to Rob. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, he, he picks up the hooker so that he can get to the Dodger game faster to be with Funkhauser, right? Yes. Yeah. That is that's a really really good one. I love the big penis. Uh, the big penis that burns down his uh, his spite coffee. <laughs> he, he he develops a he he starts a coffee shop out of spite because mm -hmm. he's trying to put. Another coffee business out of yeah. He out starts, of, starts latte Larry's yes, as a, uh, as a Mocha response Joe's. to Mocha Joe's and. Uh, there's a, a, a trans person, a brand new male, gives himself a giant penis, uh, and Larry doesn't think he can handle the big penis, and the big penis ends up burning down Larry's Larry's coffee stand. It's there's just so many good episodes uh, on there, but Palestinian chicken is gonna be hard to beat. I like the, um, the I, I don't know if they call it Cooperstown or Hall of Fame or what the name of it was, but there's two plots going on. One is they didn't secure the soup at the Japanese restaurant, yep. and they're having the bow off, and he's saying that's an S bow, like that's not a, that's a disrespectful bow, but it ends up with him bowing at Cooperstown and a little blue pill of Viagra falling out, <laughs> and she's like, you're juicing, you're not getting it into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that was like him and Rosie O'Donnell are trying to date the same woman, and, that's right. and Rosie's convinced yep. that he's, uh, he's juicing, that he's, he's using the pills. <laughs> Great show. It just it is. That it's is a great show. And I don't know if it gets the appreciation that uh that it should. 
Well, I mean, it's greatness. Why do you think that is? Is it because it's on Max? A lot of people haven't seen it. Yeah, I think there's an element to that. I think because I don't like. I think it took a while for people to really find it because it was just you know. It was kind of under the radar when it started, and Larry David wasn't as well known. And then I think maybe six or seven, it really started to pick up steam. And as he said, there was a lot of breaks. It's been twelve seasons, but it's been twenty-five well, years. I've watched. You know, have you ever gone back and watched like the really early ones? Yeah, it's weird. It's not as good. No, you know, he, it took him some time to catch his footing. But well, and that's like Seinfeld too. If you go back and watch the first two seasons of Seinfeld, the characters are not. It is not. They are not degenerates like they are in the later yeah. ones. I think you, I think most good comedy series that have a long run, they spend the first couple seasons getting their footing. Suk, I tried to go back and watch the beginning of It's Always Sunny, which I know is one of your top ones. It's and not. those early seasons aren't great. No. You have to wait till you get into three, four, five before it starts getting good. Well, it's the same thing. It's always Sunny, Seinfeld, and Curb. It's, it's all the same thing in that the characters aren't awful. At the first couple seasons, they're not bad. And it's, I don't know what that is. If it takes a while to be like, hey, we can really go for this. If people are afraid to put out characters that aren't good people. But all three of those shows, which are three of my favorites, the characters get socially and just like their conscience goes to hell as it goes they on. They get morally worse. They yeah. get morally worse. And as they get morally worse, it gets better and better. And like Frank being added to It's Always Sunny and Leon coming into Curb. When Leon was introduced, that show went to a different level. Because Leon was involved in so, the foisted episode. Well, and they they went there with so many uncomfortable race things too that, that Leon helped them unlock. They're just like, we're gonna go for it. There's a, there's a great one where uh, Larry hits someone's car and he leaves a note, and the dude is so angry at Larry, and then he shows up to the door and Leon answers it, and the guy's <laughs> so intimidated by the fact that he's black, he's just like, you know what, I'm gonna take care. And Leon just shuts the door. I love that they lean into the black-white dynamic of Leon and how uncomfortable and Larry. makes Larry. Yes, yeah. yeah. All right, the season... sex doll episode with with Leon. Leon leaves his blow-up doll around the house. <laughs> uh, season eleven, or no, twelve. Twelve. Yep. Uh, Sunday final season. I'll be sad to see it go, but man, it was a it was a hell of a ride. All right, there's a Netflix show called American Nightmare, and it is a nightmare. It is wild. And we will discuss it next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, you know, during the uh, rider strike, we had a we had a... I mean, it was it was cavernous. Yeah, we had no shows. No, 
movies. I was forced to go back and watch uh, old movies, which is just terrible. I know. Oh, wait, I love those. That's awful. The amount of old crappy movies that I went back and watched during that time, just unbelievable. What a waste of time. I know. <laughs> but now, it just seems like we're getting content thrown at us right and left. Just too much. I'm having a hard time keeping up. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Especially yeah. the documentary-style stuff. It seems like they're pumping yeah. that, that genre out Those are hot. We were talking on Netflix about uh, Griselda. That's the number one trending show on Netflix. Still need to check that out. I'm telling you, the new season of Fargo, uh, I'm like four episodes in. It's great. Dude, John Hamm, holy hell. And honestly, I think the gal from uh, Ted, Lasso Ted Lasso is way better in this role than she was in that. She, she's awesome. You're not ready for John, Ham- or, uh, John Hamm's nipples pierced. You're not ready for that. He's and- a hard man for hard times. <laughs> yeah, baby. I love his character. Yeah, it's, it's really good. So the number two trending show on Netflix right now... And uh, you can't swing a bag of dead cats without people talking about this. I, I was actually getting my hair cut today, and they were talking about it in there. I don't know how I had never heard of this story before. Me, me neither. I don't remember anything about this in the news. No. Not one thing. But it happened I don't either. in 2014, yeah, I think, 2015. Not that long ago, and they were, you know, and it, it, like they showed the clips. It was a national story, and I just don't remember it. So the show's called American Nightmare. It's three episodes. 2015, <clears throat> by the way. 2015, okay. It's three episodes, easy watch, all are 45 minutes. You'll watch them all right in a row because right at the end of the first one, they kind of lay out what has, what has happened, and it's a kidnapping. Rape. Well, at first, yeah. it's a kidnapping where the, this guy's girlfriend gets, gets taken from his home mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Weird circumstance, which we can get into, but... Uh, the first episode is just laying out what he says happened, and the cops do not believe him one bit. Neither do I. You have no idea what is what has occurred, but right at the end of the first episode, this is why you will watch them in succession right away, right at the end of the first episode, they show her. She's sitting there at the table, and yep. you're like, Whoa, huh? wait, she's alive. No, wait, she's, what? What happened? Yeah. You think there's no way no, she's there's appearing no in this way. thing? Yeah. yeah. She's deader it, than fried chicken. Or, or she's just not in the, yeah, like, she, it was a hoax, and she was behind it, or she's in prison or something. No, no. No. She's sitting right there, and so that, that trails off, and then it goes into the second one where it's like, okay, well, now I have to watch that. And you will watch it right away. It's, 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 it's wild. No. I just have never, of all those murder mystery dateline sort of crap, this was the one that I think was the most, what the F just happened. And the ending of that thing, no freaking <laughs> way. There's the, the strangest twist is, well, let's go chronologically. So what basically, I mean, we don't have to get into the whole thing. And there will be spoilers in here, I'm just warning you. Yeah. Um, they live in California. Mm-hmm. He... He invited her over that night because he had been kind of flirting around with his ex. Yes. Not and kind she, of. He was actively trying to get back together with and her. And she knew it. And she wa- it was kind of a coming to Jesus evening for them. They were, they were at the house uh, talking about where they go from there, from, from there in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they go to bed. In the middle of the night, they both... Uh, well, let's just go with him first because she doesn't appear until the second episode. Yeah. He says that people, somebody came into their room, broke into their house, came into their room, shined a big uh, bright light, he couldn't see a thing, put uh, goggle, uh, like swim goggles over him, yep. and gave him a bunch of NyQuil, and yep. took her from the house. Yep. 
Sounds very Night Stalkery, very Golden State Killery, kind of, kind of along those lines. Wearing a wetsuit. Yeah, they were wearing wetsuits. Wetsuit said there were two people. <laughs> said that they called him by name. Said that it was they weren't trying to kidnap her. They were actually trying to kidnap his ex girlfriend, not her. Like the whole thing, he, they they drugged him, and that for six hours he couldn't move, even though they had untied him on the way out the door. That he sat there for six hours and was completely incoherent because they gave him Nyquil and he knew what else they had given him. It was Nyquil and like some Benzoy something or other. It is the most unbelievable hunk of crap story you've ever heard in your entire life. Yeah, it's almost, it's so bizarre that you're like, well, how could he even make that up? It's the the dumbest thing. Like I said, at that moment while we're watching this, I turned to my gal and I said, "I, I, I will bet every dollar. Every dollar I have that it's a hoax. That it's a hoax. Yeah. That because uh, I wasn't. Like, it couldn't be as simple as he's just the killer. I'm like this whole thing is. A, there's just no. So the cops thought he killed her. Yes. The cops immediately like so everyone else was like, "You're full of crap." So anyway, he's he gets tied up. They take her. Oh, he also notes that they take his vitals. Yes. <laughs> they took his blood pl- pressure. Yeah. Yeah, they're very nice. Spoke to him I by don't name. really know why they took his. I guess they're just making sure he's. They don't want him to die. No. They didn't want murder on their hands. I like that. Yeah. I like that they were nice him. enough to uncuff him too, like to just let him free when they're, they when they're leaving. They left him on his couch, yeah. drugged up, yeah. and then they put a red tape on the floor and they pointed a camera at him and they told him on it and they left his phone there yep. and they texted him on his phone and said, "Hey, look up there. There's a camera. We are watching you. Do not call the police and do not leave that." go outside of that red tape. Yeah. So he doesn't know what the hell to do. Well, he calls 911. Yeah, eventually. It's like six hours later. Yeah, because he had passed out. Yeah. Uh, from the drugs. So he goes to the to the cop shop and they're interviewing him and they show, they, you know, they release the interview footage and they do not believe a word he is saying. As a matter of fact, this guy, Detective Mustard, Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, again, really, the guy's name is Detective Mustard? He does not believe a thing that is coming out of this kid Aaron's mouth. Nor do I. I actually found him... I, I did. I, it wasn't that I believed him. It was that I think he was acting... Okay, there's two different things. Like, the story is unbelievable. Yeah. No one would believe that story. And that's part of the reason for the cop's attitude in the yes. initial this, interrogation. He's like, dude, you're the guy's, full of it. The guy's story doesn't seem to make any There's sense. No, this does not happen. That's yeah. not, that did not happen, which is a horrible way to approach it. But that's one thing. There's not anybody who thought, oh, that's really what happened. No. Okay. But the other part of it is how he was acting, the kid, Aaron. He's not a kid. He was in his 30s. And, I think he was, he was a young guy. He was in his 20s. And I think, I think they said he was 30. Really? But... Um, he, the, I thought the way he was acting was certainly how someone would act who is confused and really is trying to wrap his head around what the hell just happened to him and is sort of at a loss. Like, he, he was, I thought he was acting as if he was telling the truth. In retrospect, I don't disagree, but at the same time, some of his, like, body language and some of his attitude or the way that he answered questions made it seem like he might have just like botched this thing himself. Like it, it, there was so little that he could explain. And again, 
for good reason later down the road, but he almost didn't seem adamant enough that he didn't know anything or the didn't weird, know what had happened. The weirdest thing about this whole thing is what I've what I've determined throughout this whole thing is that if you are going to commit violent crimes, make the violent crime so stupid that no one will believe the person. Like, if you're going to leave a survivor, just have the most ludicrous plan that you can come up with in your mind, and no one will believe him. Because not a single person in that police department believed him, and I don't blame him. Not for one well, freaking second. I blame him. That That's the worst police work. I mean, dude, you can't. You're the cops. You cannot. And that first guy came in, he had dude, decided what had happened he had, already. They had already made up their mind. And that's not fair. But what happened to these people was awful, by the way. Yeah. Well, here's the spoiler. It did happen. It did happen. She was kidnapped. She was raped twice and then let go. They were trying to get money from ransom, which he did not pay. But that's ultimately what happened, and she shows back up. Yeah. And she then they interview her, and she goes through the details of everything that happened, and everything that she said corroborated everything that he said. It is so ev- now you're thinking, well, yeah. wait a minute. They're in on this together. They This is a hoax. Gone Girl. Yeah, because the cops think it's exactly like the movie Gone Girl, and so they instantly just put him in that... You know, like they just railroaded him. Yeah. The, the cops came out on the because it was a big national story. Cops come out in the news and say uh, they've wasted our time, our resources. We can't cooperate any of this. Um, they're liars, and just and that's where the public went with the story. That yeah. was the end of it. Yeah. And the, the other- end of it was. They lied. They turned out, but yeah. they didn't. No, turned out everything they said. When you watch it, everything they say, every horse crap detail turns out to be true. It's the most amazing story. I've ever heard in my entire life. So he takes her to Lake Tahoe, and um, I just I'll shorten this up because I mean this is we're telling you the whole story yeah. here. But she is tied up in Lake Tahoe. They're trying to get money from him. He can't get enough money to give them, um, but he does have money. Yeah. I guess they said. But anyway, uh, the guy who was keeping her hostage in Lake Tahoe was an ex. He was a Harvard graduate. Yep. And an ex-military guy, but he raped her because he said that he had to have sex with her because if he if she went out he's he was gonna let her go and if she spoke about what had happened or told anybody then he is releasing the sex tape he, on the internet. Turns out not he is the nicest rapist in the world in that he's kidnapped multiple women but he can never bring himself to rape them. So he kidnaps her and he convinces her that she has to have sex with him and make it voluntary. That way she won't get hurt and then he just releases her. It's the weirdest thing. The dude wants to be a rapist, but he doesn't want to force himself on anyone. So he basically coerces her to have consensual sex with him, which is just right. Well, rape. that's it, not true. No. She, he raped her. She did not want to have sex oh, with him. Of course no, not, no, but he no. wanted her. Yeah, he, he wanted her to, to pretend. Like a well, the second like time. A rape. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, so she did it with him the first time. Uh, she was raped on tape. And then he came back and said, we have to do it again because I need it to look more consensual. Yes. Uh, because we, if I to, release you it, to be into it. you need to look like you're into it. So she got raped again. Dude, it's just... At any rate, here's the strangest twist in the whole thing. And it is freaking unbelievable. No one believes her or him. No. Um, the the kidnapper let her go, actually took her to her hometown. She yeah. was not far from her dad's house. dropped her off. And she dropped her off in the neighborhood, right? And like, she goes to her dad and is like, I'm fine. And shows back up, and now she's being a little evasive with the police because she didn't want to say anything because the guy told her not to. Yeah. So now she's just scared. She doesn't know what to do. She was just raped. And 
they throw her and Aaron, the, the, her boyfriend, under the bus. Like, the whole world believes that they lied and made it up. The strangest twist is that the kidnapper gets so mad that no one believes them yep. that he emails the San Francisco Chronicle <laughs> and says, Dude, I did this. It's like Zodiac style. Like, and hey, here, I didn't know I had credit yes, here. And here are some photos. Yeah. And so They're he, telling the truth. He takes it, the Chronicle guy takes it to the police. He's like, Dude, I think you need to see this. And they still don't believe it, but they follow up on it. Yeah. Luckily, there is a different jurisdiction that not this this police department that railroaded the guy for whatever reason they just they don't they just case closed like yep. they're not going to listen to anything else they lied this other jurisdiction actually went and found the perp because the perp tried it again and left his phone yeah. on the people's kitchen counter yep and so they call the phone the guy's mom answers and they're like no this is my son's phone well, where is he? Oh, he's down at my lake house in Lake Tahoe. They go get him. They go to Lake Tahoe and they find he's not there. Well, no, he was there. He was there. They find everything that that they that he showed in the photos yep. and everything that corroborated the story. As a matter of fact, they found a, a, a blonde hair on the goggles and it matched her. Yep. And so that was definitive proof everything that they, they were telling the truth. It's unbelievable. The other really bizarre aspect to me, which I, I do think played a part, was the kind of social and pop culture phenomenon of the whole Gone Girl thing. That basically, the movie Gone Girl had come out and was very popular, and they're positing that that could be, that they could be pulling off a Gone Girl situation because of the movie that was released a year ago. Well, it ago. did look a lot like Gone Girl. It was very, I mean, they thought, copycat. And But if that movie doesn't get put well, out okay. today, yeah. I get having a theory that maybe, the, but how about try to, pr- like, keep an open mind about what happened. And go yeah. investigate Go do your job. So there's the other thing that there's a lot of unopened questions, too. One is they left undone the other people. There are other people involved. Yep. And they don't they never mention a word about going after them or finding them or if the couple who, by the way, they're still together, um, if they're scared of the other people. Well, we don't know if there's other people involved. Well, no, there were. No, 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 no. Because they said that she originally said that they they thought there were two people there, but they found a dummy in his car that was dressed up that they they were alluding to the fact that he even brought in a fake dummy so it looked like there was someone else in the Like he had help. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Where did I miss that? I don't know. But when they they arrest him and they open up the trunk, there is a dummy in a scuba suit all Uh geared up, like ready to go. And so they was alluding to the fact that he went so far as to bring that thing in with him so they were like, oh, there's two of us, not one. When in reality, it yeah. probably was just this donkey. It's I, unbelievable. I it's thought the most she was cr- talking about how she heard people talk. Like, there was another guy that came in. There were more boots. Or, I don't know. Anyway, uh, it is the damnedest thing. Uh, the other thing that they, that they really don't, it's very frustrating, they don't go into, is that the ex-girlfriend who Aaron was trying to get back with, yep. she dated the lead FBI agent the, on the case. That was ignoring the... So oh, I forgot that part. So now there's a whole thing of wait, were the cops involved here? Uh-huh. Like the cops wanted to to get him yep. in the first place, and that's why they just never believed him. They settled for a couple million bucks, but I mean it's Yeah, it's, they sued and they settled, sued. and they should have won more, yes. but they settled out of court for two and a half million. It is and the, now they have they still live they're still together. Yep. They have three kids. Um and they seem pretty normal. Yes, yeah, they seem pretty, pretty well adjusted. Yeah, the I guy just, the, the, on, on the surface, I the mean. perp was a guy by the name of Matthew Muller, and he was this Harvard grad, ex-military guy who just 
cuckoo for cocoa it's crazy Puss. yeah just but at you, the same time like with some sort of conscious it's the weirdest thing like he, he's like, like he had obstacles or mental hangups that he yeah. couldn't get over but most of it was fine with him yeah. it's weird really yeah, weird. he's like i really want to rape people but i, I don't want to hurt anyone while i do it and then at the end i'd like to just kindly drop you like what it's so dude you guys got to watch it there's just no way now that we've that told I, you the whole story there's just no way i would believe unless i saw it, that that was a true story like if you made a movie about that i'd be like what a crock of ass well it's gone girl. like this is so stupid uh, gone girl's way more believable than this Holy hell. So it's called American Nightmare, trending on Netflix. Freaking excellent. <laughs> and maddening all at the same time. Yes, yes. And then it makes you feel stupid because you're like, oh, this dude's full of crap. Oh, she's full of crap. And they're telling the truth. Well, I, for one, had an open mind. I did not. And an open heart. I did not. I had neither one of those things. About it. <laughs> but it is typical that... Usually the guy, yes, it's the boyfriend. You yes. know, like that's. Yes. I see it's why the always cops, the boyfriend, yeah. the ex husband, the husband. I'm not trying yeah. to. Uh, the, yeah. the cops did a, a piss poor job, obviously. Horrible. But at as the a be- matter of fact, it's criminal. It's criminal. But at the beginning, I can totally see why the cops were like, "Whatever, dude." Professor Mustard. E- prof- I can see why Colonel Mustard was, was like, like, "Don't waste my time, dude." Your yeah. ass did that. But as the evidence rolled in, then they needed to have, have yeah. taken it seriously. But at the beginning, I don't fault them at all for being <laughs> like, "Your dumb ass did this. You're lying. Let's go." I do. I don't think you should. I, I just don't think you should jump to conclusions like that. I, that's exactly why you go to the cops. Like the guy was saying, I. I I, can't, I didn't know who to try. I can't, there's nobody. Nobody's in our corner. No. At least somebody keep an open mind. It wasn't me. It's supposed to be the cops. I would have. I would have had him guilty. <laughs> All right. Ter- I'm terrible. We have Neuralink implant news. Yeah, I want to see this. Or hear it. You want to see what? Well, I just I saw that the first one got uh, got put in. I want to know what's up. Yep. Somebody's brain Oof. got the implant. I don't fully even understand what it's supposed to do. And so it begins. Yes. Uh, that's next. Here's Buck. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Elon Musk news. He says his ambitious plan to let humans wirelessly connect their brains with phones and other devices has taken a new step. Mm, boy. What could possibly go wrong? 
He announces that the first human has received a brain implant from his Neuralink brain implant company. Imagine being the one that's like, yeah, this has never been done before, but go ahead and just shove that thing in my, in my gray matter. Do you get paid for that? Is there hazard pay involved? How's that work? The person was not identified, but he says they are recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. I don't know what that means, but okay. He is referring to the cellular activity between our brains and our nervous systems. So, um, they months ago they started recruiting people as test subjects. Sure. Monkeys. How is that legal, by the way? Well, the FDA approved it. It's okay. a trial. <laughs> Saying it wanted to enlist uh, people ages 22 and above who are living with quadriplegia due to a spinal cord injury or ALS. All right. The disease that robs people of the ability to control their bodies. Sure. Okay, so Neuralink's clinical trial, it's called PRIME, and that is an acronym for Precise Robotically Implanted Brain Computer Interface. The process involves using a robot to surgically insert the wires of the company's implant into a part of the brain related to movement. The device is designed to interpret a person's neural activity so that they can operate a computer or smartphone by simply intending to move. No wires or physical movement are required. I find this just creepy as hell, but also very cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool, but also terrifying. So they use custom-made microscopic needles. So you don't have to cut open someone's no. head. They're just nope. They just shoot it in there. He says the tip is only 10 to 12 microns in width. That's what she said. Buck knows about that. Yeah. Only slightly larger than the diameter of a red blood cell. The small size allows threads to be inserted with minimal damage to the cortex. Huh. I had a different view. I was thinking like a quarter size thing that they, they cut you open and... Put something in there. I had a, like a microchip. It's something completely different in mind. So it include the implant. Then includes a bunch of electrodes and threads and cool Neuralink stuff. Sure. And then there's an app that connects wirelessly to a computer or other device with the robot. So that's how they do it. Hmm. So it's not even a person that puts it in there. No, it's a Roby. Huh. And then. So what? I mean, so you just think, and you control your phone and computer. You just think it. So is eventually, like you said, people with like like ALS is it going to like send out impulses telling your body to move, even though you can't send it from your brain? Is that what? Like the yes, that that's what. So if you had a spinal cord injury, right? We can't get the uh, we can't get the signal down the spinal cord, and they're saying this is going to like reroute that. Correct. Or boost the signal like a Wi-Fi router. Well, I mean, but you'd have to be able to jump it because that's the whole point is that the sonic cord's right. severed. So, huh. That, uh, boy, that's a that's a whole thing. They say it aims to redefine the boundaries of human capability. They could significantly shape the future of interaction and independence, not just for you, but for countless others. I mean, I guess. I mean, that's... I'm I mean, all for it. Yeah, I mean... The, 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 the promise of this is amazing, but at the same time, it's also very freaky to me. Like, the idea of, of, of something being implanted into your head and then someone else potentially having control over that or... Yep. I don't know. That's, or if it mal- malfunctions. Yeah, malfunctions. I don't know. It's, it, it, it goes back to the age-old question. Well, it's not age-old, but new age-old question. 
uh, where do we draw the line with our integration with technology? Well, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. There is that. I guess. Or why wouldn't you? Yeah. The flip side is this is great. Yeah. Is it For a lot special? of people, what do you have to lose? Yeah, exactly. So is that how many of those anti-vax people are going to sign up to have their brain implant? Yeah. <laughs> what? said how many of the anti-vax people are going to sign up to have the brain implant i'm not going to put that vaccine in me but god bless shove that microchip in my head i mean it is it is weird to think about that if you had that like i mean would you then have access to just google like you could you could just google things in your mind and does it do you have yeah. to look it on your phone or do you instantly remember it like I, I you know i don't know how how far does that go like if you just think of something and then the answer pop into your head or do i have to read it off my phone like the the paralysis stuff and all that that stuff is amazing. The information stuff or being able to think about like my phone and having it turn on that I don't know. I I find I find that to be the part that gives me the heebie-jeebies. But the idea of being able to cure ALS or, or curing uh, paralysis like that's freaking awesome. Someone said, "Can I think about an erection and then, <laughs> and then put one through the uprights?" <laughs> Maybe so. Someone said, uh, Vancouver Vortex line, porn will drive the acceptance of this. <laughs> you know, how, how long before it's just used for seemingly unimportant things? Well, that is a, that, I mean, that will happen. Yeah. Would you do this? No. Now? Ten years down the road, and it, we find out it's safe, right? It's not, no one's died, seems to be working. Mm. You know, are you, uh, you know, mm. are you signing up for the control your phone, turn it's on your... It's safe. What'd you say? It's safe. No one's died well, and let's, it let's, works. Let's go 10 years down the road, right? And you don't have it. You don't have ALS. You don't have Parkinson's, nothing like that. You just, you know, you can control your phone. Um, I don't know. You can, you can Google things in your mind, you know. Any, How and, many other people have it? Where are we at on the numbers? I'm all. We got a couple hundred thousand, and no one's injured. Like, yeah, that's we too have, small. We have I, no major deaths. No nothing. Hey, look, if uh, if we're at 25 percent of people have it, I'll jump aboard. Jump I don't aboard. know, man. If 100 or 200 thousand people have it and no one's had an issue, I might get in line. It'd be kind of cool. I mean, I don't. I don't know. What's the downside? You said no one get. You said yeah. no one's. I mean, I. We haven't any problems with What's it. What's the what? idea? Like, d- does it boost your intelligence? Like, are, are we going down a whole limitless thing? Lord knows, where, I need that. I mean, like, does it does it make you smarter? Does it make can you can you have a language one where? Yes. Like all of a sudden, I, I speak other languages. I understand other languages. Go. You know, imagine if there was one that could help control you know weight loss and you know that just there's so many. Are we reaching a point now where we're going to have like I don't know like the, the idea of like superhumans, like humans without physical and 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 you know yeah. flaws that's just it's well, so strange i have a lot of flaws i could use a little help can you control other phones with it <laughs> like you give someone access to your phone now that's a good question like can you can i just think about texting something you know terrible to your buddy or something i mean i don't know, uh, you, know yeah. you know on your phone Every every husband's like uh blocks his, her, the wife wants to know why she doesn't have access to your phone you're like uh oh, sorry honey i can't have that. She's like, I want the neural link to your phone. I I forgot the password. Think about it. I can't allow that. Sorry, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in. The more I think about it, I'll tell you what, I don't want anyone. This is rad. I don't want anyone reading anybody's thoughts. It'd be the worst thing to happen in the world. Everyone be divorced tomorrow. Walking around going to prison. Walk around reading people's thoughts. All right, I got one final story for you about um, a woman who fell in a dumpster. No, oh. and she got compacted. That's not good. I don't want to be compacted. Star Wars Like style. a pancake. Yeah, tube of toothpaste. 
least you go head first at that point. Question is, did she die? Oh, <laughs> maybe not. Next on the fan. Ow! 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 We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And finally tonight, Larry, a New Hampshire woman fell into a dumpster at her Manchester, Manchester New Hampshire housing complex. Mm-hmm. This was on trash collection day. That's Probably no a good. bad time to fall into the dumpster. Yeah. Uh, she was picked up by the local garbage truck, where fire officials said she was compacted up to four times Ooh. before the driver noticed she was inside. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So you're just yelling a lot at that point. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Ow! The woman who has not been identified was described by neighbors as a 60-year-old resident. Oh, she was rushed to a hospital in serious condition, but was expected to survive. <laughs> well, all right, that's good. That's wild. How? 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 Well, how? If you how? I've never seen the. Uh, I've never seen the the, the way the, the trucks work. But at my uh, my daughter's apartment complex, when she was moving out, they had a trash compactor, and you know you just throw it. In a, it's a it's a side dumpster, big dumpster, and you just there's a button you press and it compacts. And I will tell you, it doesn't compact like you think it does. Okay. Like I was, I was waiting. I was like, hell yeah, let's do this because I thought it would just crunch everything like completely flat. Mm-hmm. It did not. It was but kind this of this is a garbage truck. Yeah, but I'm saying it probably works the same way. And I'm just telling you, it doesn't compact the way that you you think it compacts. Well, obviously she lived. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I was expecting like a full on hydraulic Terminator. You know, sort of Star Wars crush thing. And I'll tell you, a lot of the stuff that I threw in that dumpster, it did not crush, and I was solely disappointed. So I imagine, especially if you got on top of stuff and kind of worked your way back, I think you could survive a compact. Is it strategic in there? You do, yeah. You you got to get on top, you got to move to the back. You got to ride the wave. Well, now I want to hear an interview with her. I do think that, at least from this one dumpster, it's the only dumpster I've ever compacted. But having done this, I did it for like an entire day. We had to throw away so much crap. I do believe that you could put me in there. I think I could survive a compacting or two. Okay. But that's with forming a strategy and knowing going in what I'm doing. You put me in the heat of the moment, it's probably pretty scary. Now, the fire department says they've never seen anything like this. My question is, how the hell do you fall in the dumpster? That's a good question. What are you doing? That I don't know. And then not get out. It does seem like that would be... Like what? Yeah, that seems a bit. It seems a bit odd. You would think you'd be able to finagle your way out. They just said she told them she had somehow fallen in while mm. throwing out her trash. Well, she was sixty, right? She was sixty. Well, yeah. you know, that's, you, know, that's, you, know uh, you get a little old, you get a little confused, and that's trip- not that old, yeah, though. Well, I don't know. Maybe she had been drinking a little bit. Apparently, there you go. Neighbors reportedly watched as the whole nightmarish scene unfolded. Firefighters scrambled oh, to no. rescue the woman. All you heard was screaming. This woman said, my kids are home from school. They're watching. I was like, girls, once you see her come out, I don't want you watching this. Oh, yeah. Because you assume that when someone goes into the compactor, they're coming out, you know. Right. Beetlejuice style. Spaghetti. Yeah. It's not good. Or pancake, I guess. But, you know, she came out okay. She's fine. Yeah. What? Serious condition, though. All right. Well, you know. You know, it was was touch and go, but she's going to live. I mean, it's not good. You never want to be compacted. But at the same time. Now, will she sue? That's the question. How can you sue for well, your dumbass falling in? Well, 
you asked the same question yeah. about oh, the girl. Boy. That's yeah, true. you want to go down yeah. that rabbit hole? Right. How can you sue for spilling coffee on yeah. yourself? You know yeah. the answer. Yeah, we're going to find out that they didn't put enough signs, don't get compacted, you know, Or danger. your favorite, getting hit by a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, lid yeah. was open. Yeah, the lid was open. Yeah, it's, you know. Valid point. Here I am thinking, how are you going to sue? Well, she'll find a way to sue. question is, do you get compacted four times if it gets you a couple million bucks? A couple million? Yeah, you know. No. That lady that got run over by the train, she got seven, but she lost a limb. If you gave me seven million? Seven million. Boy, that's a lot of money. Um, yeah. You don't know if you're going to survive. I'll put you in a compactor right oh, now. I don't know if I'm going to survive? Well, I don't know. you got to go in the compactor. I mean, you're going to get compacted. Well, Would you no. give up your non-dominant arm for seven million right now? No. My lefty? Yeah. No. At the shoulder or like? Yeah. The shoulder. Nah, give me the elbow. I'm negotiating for the elbow. <laughs> Not giving you the elbow. You're only getting two for that. Well, if I get the elbow, then I get one of them cool robot hands because yeah. I got seven million bucks. Seven million's not enough. Now, if you if you're talking hundreds of millions, hundreds. Come on. What? Dude, at ten, you can take it to the shoulder. I still think I can get a cool robot arm. I need a hundred million. Hundred million. You think like you do arms. it for fifty? You think well, your, my arms you are think hot. Your arms worth a hundred million dollars? Yeah, sexy. What are you talking about? You don't have hundred million dollar it's arms. Little, it's got little taps of, of uh, hair on the you top. Don't of got it. Doc Gooden hair up. You don't got Doc Gooden's arm. Hundred million dollars. Lefty. Look at you. Little golf swing. Ridiculous. Pretty nice. The the golf is going to get affected. Well, yeah. If I don't have an arm, I can't play golf. Sure, you can. I've seen guys play one handed. Yeah, I don't want to play one. No, I need a hundred million. And if you're not guaranteeing I live, I'm not jumping in there. Well, again, you got to have some risk involved. It's a compactor. You can't predict what's going to happen in a compactor. It's unpredictable. Then I'm out. Mm. You would do that? I'm like, you may or may not survive, but you, I'll give you seven. No way you're doing that. If it's the compactor that I've seen, I'll give it a whirl. I think I can survive a compacted. I do. I was very dis- I'd be rooting for your death. I was very disappointed in the, in the compactor. I thought it was kind of a sissy compact. All right, coming up next is uh, High Corner. Stay tuned. We're back tomorrow, 3 to 7 of Big Event. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.